Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 hey. Damn, show. Look at you.
Well, right now we have Brisk on the line. What's up, Brisk? Hi, everybody. How are you today? <laughs> all is well, all is well. It was a hot, scorching day, but, you know, we made it over. Yeah, I sound like I'm out of breath because of the humidity. But, yay, I'm here. Yay. Okay, let's have fun. Come on, let's go. <laughs> right now, that's it, special case. So, what you want to talk about real quick? Oh, wait a minute, boo. You might have to hang up and call back on another line because that's breaking up. Okay. All right, so Special K is going to rejoin us in a quick second. So while we're waiting on her, we're just going to play a little bit of uh, something. So we'll play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, let me lay you down on the carpet when I come round. Get rubbers when I tear you down. Open the ground. All I want to hear is that ooh, I sound. I'm going to push up on you slow. Get you right by the end of the night. Do something sweet like massage your feet. And put pretty Ricky City on repeat, man. Get an ice cube and put in words. Go to the kitchen for a little dessert. I love butter, pecan, ice cream, eat cake. But I lick off the icing. Fast in and relaxing. I'm guaranteeing that a fat shit get you fast and slow. It's seven in the evening. Everybody's leaving. Everybody's leaving. I decided to stay in. I just felt like. Everybody. Oh, hi, um, text message. <laughs> hey, love. Hey, love. Hey, love. Actually, you could put my phone on mute for the duration of the show. I just want to be okay. an avid listener tonight. Okay. Unfortunately, True Blood is on, so I'm going to be listening to the conversation instead of participating, okay? Okay, though. Okay, baby. Go ahead, Special K. Okay. Um, well, we were talking about, you know, domestic violence or not even domestic, partner-on-partner violence or just violence in general. And um, I was wishing that she was on the line, but I don't know where she is tonight. But um, 
I did my homework, and this is that a show that we need to talk about because it's going on. It's okay. going on in the straight community. It's going on in the gay community. It's going on everywhere. You know, I did the statistics, and it's not good. I mean, it's really not good. Um, it's not healthy to be in a domestic abusive relationship at all. And 4.1 billion people are abused. In America? In America. In America. And partner against partner, you don't even want to know how many that is. That's 5.3. Partner against partner. Mm-hmm. It's on the rise. 1,232 women a year killed. Mm. How many men? Hmm? How many men? How many men? Mm-hmm. The rise it, from now, in, just recently, they say 1,538 men are killed a year in domestic violence, but that's on partner against partner. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right. We have on the line... New caller. Who's that? Who is it? New caller. Blue. Blue. I'm not new. Oh. Okay. Sorry. I'm just you know. <laughs> Late. Sorry. Okay. I'm not on a switchboard. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay, and um, and then I found out that. The violence goes on to help people not go to work. Like people miss work 62% of the year, of the time at work because of a violent crime that happened during off time. Wow. Mm. The rate of 58% of black men now experience more violence. Like women are not going through getting beat alone now; they're beaten back. <laughs> They've been beaten back in my in my in my honor. <laughs> People are the women I know. Yeah. So. And 1.8 billion people lose their income due to being off of work or having to go to the hospital for domestic violence. Mm. Like I did not know. I mean, I knew it was serious, but I did not know it was this right. serious. That was really dramatic. <laughs> Basically. Uh, it's not just the women getting beat anymore. The women are doing the beating. The partner on partners are doing the beating. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have to also look at the fact, too, that there are people that, let's say, have gotten out of an abusive relationship and they get in another relationship and they become the abuser. Correct. Mm-hmm. I have that in the facts, too. Do you know how many people are stalked a year? Too many. Too many. 500,000 women are stalked each year. God, what is wrong with people? What, what? I don't understand the obsession. Like, why can't you just leave us the fuck alone? Like, really? Get a life. Uh, speaking of for the men, the men are being stalked, too. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> the men, I know, we stalk them, but they wasn't like, a break it. No, there wasn't a rateage on how we stopped the men. I did look and look and look and look. I even went on a government site to find out the statistics, and there wasn't any rateage on that. I don't think the men are telling. They might like it. 
They might like it. When women do their stalking, they do it different than how men do their stalking. Oh, yeah. They, see, they right. don't know they're being stalked until we call them and be like, what you got on? We know you got on. <laughs> what right. you been? We seen you. You was at the store. Who right. you was at the store with? Who was she? That's how they find out. They don't find out because they catch us because, you know, not to be funny, but most men are slower than women. <laughs> women hide their stuff very well. Mm-hmm. Men, they just get busted. Oh, so girls are trifling bitches then, right? Some of us. Some women are trifling bitches. You know I don't sugarcoat shit. Okay. Some of us are trifling dirty ass bitches. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh. As well as men. I mean, it's 50-50, y'all. We're going to be real. It's 50-50. But, you know, like I said, women basically don't get caught. Guys claim they invented the game, but we created the skill to make it better than what y'all invented it. Women do not get caught doing what they do. It's the men that most of the time get caught, and I'm not condoning what the women do is right. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying they're sneakier, and they don't get caught. Cats and dogs. Cats and sneaky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a proven fact. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, you know, this ain't just talking out your ass. It's a proven fact. I do know that I did want to put this on for the people that download the show later or the people that listen or on the Internet. If you're in a domestic violence abuse situation, you can call Common Ground Sanctuary at 1-800-231-1127 or The Haven 877-922-1274. They help you. They give you shelter. They help you start over. For anyone that's listening that they need a help, please write those numbers down and call. Domestic abuse is not good in any situation, and if you need help getting out, those are the numbers you need to call to get out. And don't be afraid to call 911. Don't be oh, afraid yeah. to reach out and ask for help from anybody, even if it's a stranger. That's right. And don't be afraid to pick up a bat or a pot or anything and knock them the <laughs> fuck out and get yourself and the kids out that motherfucking situation if you have kids. Don't be afraid to watch Medea. Yeah, you know, don't watch Medea. It ain't Medea. I, I, I praise Medea. It ain't Medea. It's a woman's work. It's like it's a man's work. If somebody's trying to take your life and they beating the hell out of you, you better fuck them up. Thank you. <laughs> you want to play grit ball? Let's play grit ball. But um, I just think that it's better ways of people needing to deal with whatever issue they have with another human being. We must all remember that everyone is a human being beyond anything else, regardless of what they do that you don't like. We are Mm -hmm. human beings. And we are all equal. That's right. Nobody's better than anyone else. I mean, it's even going on in the um, celebrity world. I know everybody's heard of Chris Brown and the Rihanna situation, and I want to say that I was not upset that he hit her, and I think I know that that was wrong, but I was not upset mm-hmm. because of what she did. And she's doing little hateful things now as far as contacting him when she shouldn't be trying to get him to break the the probation or the restraining order. Not that what did he? Petty. What did she do? Right. What did Rihanna do? Yeah. What did she do to him? Okay. What happened was Chris' <laughs> publicist 
and this is official, I know for a fact, Chris publicist sent him an email telling him that he needed to be ready because there was a special party that she wanted him to attend that would help promote him. She got the email, and she kept asking Chris, why did she email you all times of the night or whatever? For one, when he was in the bathroom, she shouldn't have went through his phone. For two, it had nothing to do with sex or intercourse or none of that. She jumped out there, jumped in his face, and smacked him and broke his black black. Belt. Like I'm going to jump in Cornelia's face. Cornelius is on the line. Hey, baby, sorry. Go ahead, Keisha. <laughs> yeah, she jumped in his face and smacked him. And after smacking him and cussing at him and telling him this, that, and the third, he hit her back. I Woo! know it was wrong. But she should have put her hands on him neither. And then all this was going on while they're driving. They're driving. Mm. So you're smacking me. You're pulling on the the steering wheel. You know. That was me and Corny the other night in the shop. (laughs) (laughs) You're not saying about my life or your life at that moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then she said she's not going to press charges. Then people tell her what she needs to do, so she does it. Then Oprah gets on TV and tells her to find somebody else. And, okay, she finds somebody else, then he finds somebody else, but she's still doing tit for tat. Like they said, if we're in the event together and you're there and I'm there, he's supposed to be a certain amount of feet away. Why do you From what me? I hear, she told Oprah, I don't need you. <laughs> yeah, she did. She told Oprah she need her help. But she took the advice of Kanye West and Jay Z. Mm. That's an entourage. That's her. That's her money maker. That's that her daddy. That might be her money maker. And... That might be her money maker. But mm-hmm. why? Why approach him in a party when you know he's not allowed to be around you? Why go over there to to give him a hug and the bodyguard gonna tell you, you know, this is not gonna fly? Why are you calling <laughs> his phone all hours of the night when you know he's not allowed to talk to you on the phone? She was why cool and feeling bad. <laughs> and she was cool and feeling bad. Mm-hmm. You know, she fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you're doing all this while you have a boyfriend. You go with Drake, okay? Mm-hmm. Call him. When you want to call Tyrone, call Drake. Don't call him. Because <laughs> he don't need no more. Drake money. might not know how to do it like Chris, though. Now, I know he probably don't know how to do it. You see how he did that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, Jesus. Made me want to go to jail for sex. But yeah, that thing. I just think she needs to stop. Leave it alone. But you know what? One of the most beautiful women in the world was getting her ass whipped. Lisa Ray McCoy. He was yeah. beating the shit out of her. She lied. I no, lied. No, no she I had didn't. Her over there in the Turkish whooping her ass. She had wow. black eyes, bite marks, and everything. Wow. And she divorced that ass. And now he's with Roxy. Oh. Off of 106 wow. in Park. And she is, wow. for her age, she looks wonderful. She doesn't look 40 plus anything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it happens. If it happens in the celebrity world, it happens in the non-celebrity world. Right. I mean, I don't agree. I, I mean, it's like so many people that's being abused. I mean, but everybody has this story on why they're doing it. Now, personal, 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 personal relative of mine, mm-hmm. who plays NBA, beat the shit out of his wife. And it's not right to beat the shit out your wife. But I'm not going to say I'm against it. You come home from a club event with your family and find your wife in bed with your cousin, I think you would beat the shit out of her, too. <laughs> but of course, I kill that bitch. <laughs> of course, that wasn't 
broadcast. Oh, she was in the bed. Oh, what was broadcast is he beat the shit out of her and put her out butt ass naked and cut the cortisol limit off. That was all over the news. <laughs> but it wasn't the fact that he beat the shit out of her because she fucked our cousin. That wasn't in the news. So, you know, media is just a motherfucker. They make you look like they want you to look. I, I love it how they, they put in stuff and take out stuff and you never get, like, the full story. Nope, not unless you know somebody within. Right. Because everybody just thought he was beating her ass, beating her ass, beating her ass. Nah, she was fucking That's his true. first cousin. Since the beginning of time, they've been doing that, honey. You Hell know yeah. that. They make their money. You know that. That is how they make their money. I just hmm. think that... Men of power or women of power. I mean, like we said, women are beating men, and I'm I'm guilty of that. I have beat the shit out of a guy before. Let me shop. Huh? Been on both sides of the fence. I can't say I've been on both sides of the fence, but I can say I beat the hell out of a nigga before. Do I need to watch my temper? Do I need to calm it down? Yes. Was it right? No. It would make it so bad is. When I was talking about the situation, the, my ex-girlfriend, his current girlfriend, said, are you proud that you beat the shit out of him? I said, yeah, and I beat the shit out of you, too. But that doesn't make it right. <laughs> she said, you got to think about it. Oh, God, I was wrong. I shouldn't have beat the shit out. But you made me mad as hell. Mm-hmm. We got to um, woosaw and relax for late release. Yeah, and, you know, and there's telltale signs that they tell you to look for. Like, we had a um, like a seminar at school back in March, and it was a domestic violence play. It was a one-woman show. It was about this guy and this girl that was dating, and basically, you know, he was using her. He was treating her bad. He got her a cell phone, but nobody else could call a cell phone. <laughs> Only he could call her all hours of the night. Um, He treated her really bad, and, you know, she was, like, so in love with him and so desperate for him. Well, needless to say, he ended up killing her, left her on the side of the road in a ditch. Mm. Her body wasn't found for days. And then the girl that was, you know, doing the play or whatever was playing the girl dead, replaying the story. And, you know, at the end, the girl was like, Dad, if only I had seen the signs, you know, maybe I wouldn't be laying here in a ditch for no one to find me for days now. So it's like, you know, just the, the smallest little things that you might think are insignificant, just like your health. Or if you feel a pain, you might ignore it, you know, but it could really be leading towards something serious, something mm-hmm. like threatening. And it's the same thing with violence and domestic violence, something that's small as somebody yelling at you constantly or somebody, you know, Keep saying certain things out there Fantastically It's a form of domestic violence What the What the hell is that Oh yeah What is that Not me Oh background music I guess Background music Uh, I guess I don't think I'm talking loud enough to talk over the background music Background music Cut Okay, I think it's gone. Okay, so like I was saying, it was kind of rude, but okay, like I was saying, you know, just like watch out for the little signs. Like someone really close to me has been going through this for a really long time, 
you know, and every time you call the police, they get angry and they get upset. Like, well, why did you do that? Why did you do that? And the thing about it is you should always keep trying to help that person. However, you also have to realize that until they're ready, they're not going to leave their abuser. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep reaching out. And even if they do leave. Help you, but they ain't going to leave. Right. And even if they do leave for that moment, they may actually end up going back. So you're back in back where you started from. By choice or by force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you were saying about those signs, some of those signs are holes in walls, um, hmm. shaking you, smacking, cussing you out, temper. Just you could do the right thing you think, and then they're off the chain. Or well, after four months, a rage just jumps out. Are you like what the fuck? Talk next. Roll out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say something on that real quick. That that was another thing the lady said in the lovely time. She said usually when someone is like abusive like that, it doesn't start immediately. Like you said, after four months, mm-hmm. somewhere between four to six months and a year. She said it could, you could even be two years. They show you your them true selves about four months. Yeah. Yeah, but she mm-hmm. said it could even go up to two years into the relationship, and then all of a sudden they say, mm-hmm. "Oh, you, this is who I really am," and just start beating your ass and start killing <laughs> me. And it's not just physical abuse. Somebody mm-hmm. can verbally abuse you mm-hmm. all day long. And mostly, there are some men, but it's mostly women that have low self-esteem. Or if they had high self-esteem, their self-esteem drops when this man starts saying, if you ask him, how do I look? You look like shit. <laughs> how do I look in this? You look fat. I don't like that. You know, it starts with something mm-hmm. you might think is simple. But it's really insulting because your man would never say something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody yeah. that loves you don't talk to you like that. They say, oh, well, baby, you know, maybe you should try a different outfit. That might look a little nicer. I'm not sure that that looks great on you as a person because of X, Y, Z, reason. But not, oh, you look fat. You look nasty. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Somebody else will look no. better than that. And then also, too, if you already got low self-esteem, you know, you feel like you mm-hmm. can't get anybody else or you can do better. Because you're taught that, you know, by by the languages they speak to you. You know what I'm saying? That's part of beating you down. Yep. So that you don't go nowhere. You don't look for nobody else. You know what else I just read? I just read <laughs> that, that most of the people that abuse are the women in low-income housing with children. Because um, mm-hmm. they, they, they have to subject to that lifestyle. Right, and the abuser can be, abusers can be your neighbor, your schoolmate, someone you work with, a non-relative, parent, step-parent. A child can abuse the mother, brother, sister, or other relative. Mm-hmm. It's rarely ever a stranger, they say. Acquaintance, a friend, an ex-friend, a roommate, a boarder, um, a boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. ex-husband, ex-wife, common-law husband or wife, or Ex-friends, you know, it's just those are people that usually abuse you. It's hardly ever anybody that you don't know. Yeah. But the low income and housing with children, uh, parent with child, that's 60% of the abused women of the world. 60%. Wow. A lot of times that's why they're so scared to leave because they feel like, and a lot of these women don't work. Right. Mm-hmm. I was going to mm-hmm. say, the income. Mm-hmm. 
Especially yeah, if they with a the famous dude or a rich dude. Y'all remember that episode from Medea with him. I was like, he's rich, he's got money. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with him. Her self-esteem already low, and she's clinging on to this dude because he got money, and her mother's forcing her. That's double abuse. Mm-hmm. Right. Her mama didn't mean her no good, no way. Right, and then you got this one Then you got these women with kids, no jobs, or kids, and they only making a little bit of money compared to men. Women make less money, pretty point blank, all the way across the board. So say a woman got three children and a man at home that say he drinks and comes home and beats her ass all day. Damn, she just had all day of work. She came home to her second job to her children, and now her man that came home drunk beating her ass or sober beating her ass. Where the hell is she going to go with three children? Who's she going to get to watch them? Where's she going to find the extra money for that? Most women mm-hmm. don't have those resources. Yeah. They don't have that. Yeah, it's stuff available out here, but they make it sound better than it actually is. There's a pro well, and con to help for people. Because the con is you might say, oh, well, we can help you, but the truth of the matter is even if that woman wants to get out, she might have family members that say, oh, well, I can only take one child. Or, mm-hmm. well, I don't know about that, you know. You go to the Politics. shelter. <laughs> But you know what? It's it's also a house. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's a place where you go, where you you and your kids go, and you relocate. You don't leave it for thirty days. Then when you get a covenant job, house. huh? Covenant house. Yeah, the covenant house where you get a job. You know, you never bring nobody or tell nobody where you you live at. And then after a while of being there, they get you your own house. You know, but you know what's funny? These women, some women go there and they do all the process to get the new house. And then once they're in your new house for about three months, here come the man again. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second, everybody. We have a caller on the line, and I believe it's Miss Lily. Say what's up. Hi, everybody. Hey. How are you feeling this evening? I'm okay. I'm just, I'm not sounding the phone. <clears throat> Long just calling to say hello. Hello. Tonight's topic is domestic violence. Wow. Good topic. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in. All right. I love you guys. Pray for me. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But, you know, they, they let the men back in. I just know I looked up a lot of programs out there for domestic violence where they move you out of the area into another state even and help you get on your feet. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if you want to go there, plays out. Like I said, those numbers are helping. I got something else, too. Sorry. Go ahead. Regarding women that are in this country, say, um, internationally, especially illegal immigrants, um, with regards to where they're from, the fact that their status, even they might be permanent residents, but they're from another country, or they might be illegal immigrants, and they have different views and different religions in their country versus in ours. Mm-hmm. That is true. And these, some of these women were actually, you know, they were at the school. Now, the only thing they can do is leave the house to maybe go to school so if they have a job if they're allowed to have a job, go to work. And usually a man has to accompany them, you know. Oh. And one lady that I met said, you know, she became friends with a Muslim lady that was from um, one of those countries over there. I can't think of which one right now. But said that this woman was in a horribly abusive relationship. 
them because the laws of the land there are different and because of how her husband believes are and how their religion is, this woman was scared to death and didn't have any idea of how to leave him. She's almost never alone. Uh. You know, and it's like how do you reach out to these women and get them the help that they need when sometimes they don't speak the language? Many mm-hmm. times they don't have enough interpreters to speak someone else's language to help them to even know that they're being abused, much less to help them get the hell away. What do you do about that? And then, like we said before, the children factor. What What do you do in situations like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, in America, you, you have more, you know, of a chance to get away. <laughs> That's something that needs to be brought up to Barack Obama. Very true. That's true. Just like, oh, we got in, like, the sex trade or something, too. Did y'all hear about that a few years ago? What? Oh, was that a few? I think it was a couple years ago where this guy brought this girl over from one of them countries over there brought her to his home in L.A. She was, like, um high school age student. Wasn't in school. She was in the cleaning his house, cleaning for his family and everything. They wasn't paying her. They wasn't feeding her right. They made her sleep in the garage that had no windows, no air, no heat. Yeah. And one day she finally escaped and was able to, you know, get away. But that's also another part of the whole domestic and international violence that no one addresses. Mm-hmm. I think that's being addressed because they're bringing these women Damn. over here, making them prostitutes. Make, yeah. I mean, they even have it on the internet with a little. They brought a little Vietnamese girl over here and made her eat dung. Mm-hmm. They they just she now to throw it up. They forced it down her throat. That was a young girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, remember? I thought you? that was a woman. That was very gross. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a woman. That's a child. It was a young girl. She was wow. sixteen. I mean, I don't understand what what fetish these people get off of that. But they're bringing these people over here. And now it's not just the, the crazy people. It's our senators that are in the scandals of sex. It's the state officials that are doing things. Mm-hmm. Just this week, two state officials got arrested and under question for a sex scandal of bringing mm-hmm. illegal prostitutes over. Mm-hmm. It's now starting to be addressed recently within the past, what, year and a half, they're just now starting to really address them. Like, they've been brought up before, but not really addressed and seriously talked about. They'll be brought up and dropped. We can't afford to drop these issues. It's ever-present. It's not something mm-hmm. that you can sit down and think about. Many people mm-hmm. are like, oh, well, I can think about that later. Why? Later might not be might not be available. That might not be an option for someone. Later might be dead for somebody. Right. You know, so we're going to keep waiting until later, waiting until later, do it the American way, pass the buck. Oh, someone else can take care of it. Oh, it can wait. Oh, it's not that serious. Then you have a whole bunch of dead women on your hands and a whole bunch of crazy motherfucking fathers from them countries over mm-hmm. here and crazy daddies from this country over here killing people, and then what? Then they'll and be protect- wrong. And the things that are in place are not even there really to help anybody. Those protective orders and all of that, that's a joke. It's a piece so, of paper. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I disagree with that, Corny, because of the simple fact think, that... Wait a minute. Go ahead. I disagree with that because I've been in that situation. 
And I might have done mine all for the wrong reasons, but mine mm-hmm. worked. And mine was done in the state of Maryland, and mine worked. It worked for me and my my family. It worked. It's just uh, it's got to be a way, you know. It's it's a way you do things, and you know, I'm not trying to put my business in the street, but I was married before, and my first husband, I had a protective order so he wouldn't come around me and my kids because I mm-hmm. just did not trust him around me and my kids because he had got with somebody else, and he no telling what he would do. He was not of his right mind. And when I got my protective order, they served him. And then the second time they went to go serve him because I got it extended, they couldn't find him, so they served him at his grandma's funeral. And it, then he got mad because they served him at the funeral, came back and tried to come at me. And when he tried to come at me, they arrested him. So it worked. It's not, I don't agree with it, but it worked. I don't agree with this for the simple fact that by the time they get the person served, they could have been and killed you. I think they need something more stipulations to go with that. But mm-hmm. for me, it works. I think they need to work on that, to add something to it. Because sometimes by the t- time the cops get there, the person is gone. Yeah, because all the work That's the other thing, yeah. And they're doing these reality TV shows to find them now, basically. Wow. I think they really need to work on it, but it worked for me. I know a few people that wasn't so lucky. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. I know some people that wasn't so lucky. Like, I know somebody whose parents put a restraining order out on now. And that person continued, didn't have a home at that point, but continued to go around that area. And continue to basically stalk their own. Mm. You know, and I'm like that's gonna make that's gonna make the person even more crazy because they can't get in. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, they gotta order it. If your own parents put an order out against you, something wrong with you. You need to there's something wrong with you, and they need yeah. to admit you or something. Because <laughs> anything happens, you'll always be able to go home. Right. Right. Go get the proper help. If it is, if it has to, if the pills got to help, then take the pills. <laughs> no, but, I think this person's best that Lord forgive me, but this person's best that is what they claim they wanted for so long. You know, when people keep screaming and want to die, they don't really want to die. But that really mm-hmm. is the person's best bet is to just peel off the face of the earth and keep it moving. <laughs> I want one way to get to hell. Mm. So, warning, stalker, go to hell. Sorry. No, I like that. Mm. I think this is one of the most serious shows we have had, you guys. Yeah, we're all caught up. And then it was an echo. Does anyone want to share a story with us? We'll probably listen to our story. <laughs> yeah. Most people are not ones who want to share that, those type of stories. You know what? Somebody might call back in and bounce back on the top for later on in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's that always happen. welcome. That's a domestic violence thing. It ain't nothing else. It probably took me almost two years to get out of one. And then I got in another one a couple of years, a few years after that. And he kept lying to me. And one day I snapped. Mm-hmm. I got up 
put a knife to his throat. Who keeps doing this? That's gotta be the switchboard. Who keeps doing that? That's so rude. I'm trying to talk. That's rude. That's the switchboard. I think he's doing it on his own. Oh my god. That's a rude ass switchboard. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's making me mad because I'm trying to talk. Who, who, who works in the switchboard? Okay, the switchboard has lost its life. I mean, like, really, though. Like, really. Okay. Okay, so now that the rude ass switchboard has stopped, <laughs> 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 yeah, I was. I am I got tired of his ass. I put a knife up to his neck and I was like, "Which way do you want to die, motherfucker?" Because I was done and I was tired of his shit. And he looked at me like, "Oh my god, nah, nigga, you liked me because I was crazy. You liked me. <laughs> you liked me because you thought I was vibrant." I had this temper, but now the temper has backfired on you because you keep lying. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I did want to be a relationship, and I wasn't going to go through that shit again. Wasn't nobody going to put their hands on me? Wasn't nobody going to treat me how they wanted to? Neither Correct. You I said that. I'm alone. Uh, anybody, anybody, everybody, give me your opinion. Do you think once a woman's been in an abusive relationship or a man, it makes them stronger not to be in another one? No. It makes them stronger not to be in another one? Yeah. Once they've been in an abusive relationship, does it make them stronger? No, they they, they turn into the abuser because they feel that, you know, that they're going to get hurt or they're going to, you know, that, that basically they're going to get hurt, they're going to, you know, have somebody not doing what they want them to do or what they feel that they need to do or if they love them, you know, it's a lot. It's really like a three-way split. It's a yes, mm-hmm. no, and a no. Mm. Yes, it makes them stronger in a way, but a no because they stronger. can become abusive again. Right. And okay. also weaker because not only can they be abused again, but their self-esteem can drop like they might play strong on the outside but on the inside they're being alive by so much fear that's plaguing them that they can't enjoy a relationship and they start to not necessarily be abusive but be really defensive Mm-hmm. that's that's true too thinking mm-hmm. that the next one is going to do the same thing or, mm-hmm. or whatever well, uh, Mm. Some questions I get this response. There's a lot of feedback, my friends. A lot of feedback. <laughs> Is my dog on the line tonight? He's no. Not here. He's getting so oh. to me tonight. Oh, hi. I just wanted to know. Somebody I heard his voice all night. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so has... Anybody that knows anyone that have they got abused that didn't make it? Um, no, thank God. No. Did didn't make it? No. 
That's good. That's good. Because I don't either. That's good that we don't know anymore. Now, what do you, what do you all think makes an abuser abuser? I would say um, upbringing, childhood, um, low self-esteem on their own end. You know, maybe it's something wrong with them that they have to continue to put someone else down. So it all goes kind of back to, I think part of it comes from house, you know, upbringing. Mm-hmm. Right. They see it in the house has already happened. You know, they saw a mother, you know, being beat on the 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 um by the husband and vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they they themselves were abused as well. So the cycle never kind of kind of got broken. They kind of continued it. So yeah. So what do y'all think we could do to stop this abuse from manifesting within our community to our younger people? Because now we are key to young people. I don't think that's ever going to cease with, you know, narcotics and, you know, alcohol, you know, shit like that on the street. That will never cease because, I mean, everybody's looking for a drink, <laughs> for, you know, a hit of a blunt or, you know, cigarette, something. I mean, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I need a drink right now. You see? Okay. See? <laughs> I've had enough this weekend. I don't want any more. See, 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 see. <laughs> see. But, but, and I'm going to come over there and I'm going to beat your ass because I need a drink and I'm going to beat your ass to get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I finally had a cookout and I was getting it, yeah. Oh, you, you have to get it in the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had it in the People need to form closer bonds and closer ties because... When you get in relationships like that, realistically, a lot of times you let go of a lot of relationships. Like if you were close with your family or if you had a best friend, you're not mm-hmm. so close with them anymore because you become afraid and paralyzed with fear as to not really being able to talk to anybody. You might have one or two friends that you really feel that aren't going to judge you, not just mm-hmm. the ones that say, oh, well, you need to do this to get help, blah, blah, blah. but at the same time, they'll tell you that and they'll turn around and judge you. And nobody wants to try to go to somebody for help if you're telling me that you can help me, but you're judging me all in the same note. Exactly. No, right. how, how the hell are you helping that person if you're judging them? And, I mean, I thank God for my best friend. Because if it wasn't for my best friend, I don't know if I would have ever gotten out of it. My three best friends, should I say. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I worked, I, 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 true story, I worked. I got up out of my bed at 4 o'clock in the morning every day mm-hmm. to go get my cell phone from my best friend's house. One of two mm-hmm. of my best friend's houses to go get my cell phone from their house at 7.30 in the morning, clear across town, then to go back across town some more to go to work, to be to work by 9 o'clock in the morning every day, Monday through Friday. And I worked 13 and a half hours a day. I got off work at 11 o'clock at night. I didn't get home until 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning because I had to do grocery shopping and everything else that time of night. So imagine you getting a half an hour of sleep because every day once you get home, you got to go through an argument with somebody because music's too loud or they being ignorant or they got a bunch of company and nobody's working but you. And it just turned into an all-out fight. You getting thrown into And they putting their hands on you, right? 
know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and at some point, I was just like, fuck this. I got tired of it. I couldn't take it no more. So basically, I, you wasn't allowed to have a cell phone? No, it wasn't even so much that. But it was the fact that I was like, I it had was, been off. It was jealousy, put it that way. Right. I had been, it had been off, and I got it turned back on, and I'm like, I don't want this bitch to be all in my business to know anything, start jumping to no conclusions, and add on to the fights we already have, you know. And then it's like a fact that this person was always about money, 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 money. You're not working hard for my money, I am. So, you know, you can cell phone with. I want a cell phone too, no boo. Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> you need to have a job for a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've heard or know of emails that go out and work a 40-hour-a-week job and bring their paycheck home to this man who works nowhere and just sit up in their house and do whatever they want to, even bring other people, other females in the house and whatever and spend their money. They got new J's, they got new clothes, and she's sitting there walking around looking like who did it and why. And I wonder, how do you let yourself get into a situation like that? You know. That's one thing I was not going to do. Because you love the person too much, number one. Number two, you want the person to see if, you know, what they're doing wrong. You know, it, it just, it sometimes it takes Think time. Think they're going to change. Okay, if people are, if okay, say for instance, if somebody's beating your ass, okay, if you're taking and beating your ass, not necessarily saying you want to get beat, but that's the type of love that you feel that you need, okay? Say if somebody's giving you verbal abuse, that's what you that's what you feel you need. If somebody's giving you, you know, I don't love you type of abuse or, you know, I don't want to be with you type of abuse, that's, you know, what you're feeling, then that's what you want. You know what I'm saying? That's what you, that, that's what you want. If you don't want it, leave. All right. Because, you know, as you were just speaking on the mothers and the kids seeing it, that's how come they do it. Mm-hmm. As a child, you know, I am one. I don't think I had a bad childhood. I've only, I've only seen my mother get in one domestic issue, and she was the one that was whooping tail. My mother is five eleven, and my stepfather is six three. My mother is every bit of one fifty nine, and my stepfather is every bit of three plus. But my mother picked up the kitchen table and threw it at us table. <laughs> she ain't no joke. That was the only domestic abuse I've ever seen in my household. And at that time, I was 16, and my sister was two. And it affected her more than it affected me because when it went down, I'm like, yeah, hit my mama. Come on, hit my mama. You're about to get caught. So, you know, I just, I never experienced, I guess, that domestic Violence, so say. I never experienced it, but I know that me being me, ain't nobody gonna beat me. I didn't beat a whole bunch of people, but ain't nobody gonna beat me. The last person beat me was my papa, and I was five. Don't nobody be beating on me. And that's the other thing too. I'm like, you know, like this particular relationship was when I was left with a female for that brief, short period of time. I'm like, you know, what the fuck? Like, ain't no man ever put their hands on me, so why the fuck would I take this from a bitch? <laughs> like you said, the last person that beat you was who? Exactly. I ain't give a five beatings in my childhood, so you think I'm going to sit up there in my adulthood and let you beat on me? Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. I had to get up out of that. Mm-hmm. 
the straw that broke the camel's back was we were all, it was me and this person's family that lived together. And Mom Duke came home the next morning after we had gotten a fight the night before. She had pushed me into a wall in the bathroom, and it caused a hole. I didn't feel the push. I didn't even think it was that hard. Like, my mind was somewhere else. I was getting ready to move out anyway. Mother came home, called me at work, was like, look, we can't do this anymore. I said, okay, that's fine, because I was done any damn way. <laughs> wow. I wasn't the chick no more, no way. You got your girlfriend over there, honey. I'm single. You know, disrespectful shit like that. And I was just like, uh-uh, I got that. I'm done. I was done with that chapter. I was done with females. I closed all of that with that. I was done with it. You know, certain things, everything ain't for everybody. And certain things you just have to walk away from. And if it's bad and bad gets the worst, you don't know what worse could be. Worse might lead to your death. So if you see a sign and you even think that it might be a sign for you to roll out, Find a friend, find a police, find a family member, find a fucking stranger, and get the hell away. Well, we're coming to the close of our show tonight. And, of course, we got to do our, everybody got to say they shout out. And I think, this again, this is a good topic that we talked about. And anyone that's listening or downloads the show, if you need help, call Common Ground at 1-800-231-1127. Or the Haven at one eight seven seven nine two two one two seven four, and we're gonna go around the board and let everyone say their good nights and their last final farewells or anything they need to say on the subject. I'm going to start with Risk. All right, people that are going through abuse, call the show. Give us a little, you know, a little inside view and see if we can, you know, help you. You know, other than that, have a great night, everybody on the line and everybody in the world. Okay, Miss Blue. No Hello? disclaimer. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Uh-huh. This is my personal disclaimer. I am not a doctor certified by anyone's legal standards. However, I have experience in the area. Like first said, if you need to talk, if you want to give us some more insight, please feel free to call the show. If you need immediate assistance, don't hesitate to call 911, your local shelter, the Red Cross, if you're in D.C., called the Covenant House. There are places out there to help you. It is a serious issue, and it's very life-threatening. It could kill you, so please seek help today if you need it. Again, God bless, and everyone have a good night. Okay, and Corny? He dropped off the line. Okay, how about you, Murr? Well, of course, um, basically give a quick shout-out to all our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Formula Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio, where our guest caller number is 347-884-9091, where Ms. Special Pay was leading the show this evening. In regards to domestic violence on this wonderful Sunday, another great, 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 great advice night. Um, um, see if text message misses has anything she wants to say. You forgot about her show. Oh, yeah, she didn't mute herself. Text message, is it there? <laughs> yeah. Cornelius popped back on. 
come in here? Do you have any goodbyes to say, baby, or anything to speak on the subject? Um, definitely, if you're listening to this and any of this hit home for you, definitely get with somebody so you can get help because you never know. This, this might be your last chance, you know what I'm saying? So definitely a good topic. Thanks for everybody calling in tonight, and see you next time. Okay. My name is Sophia Kay, and if you need help, remember, we're here for you. Anything you want to talk about, call our line and we'll help you. Again, I gave out numbers, we took advice, we talked on situations, and we tried to find solutions. Yeah, we had a good night tonight. I think everybody enjoys themselves. Hopefully we'll see you again on Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Thanks for calling in Blog Talk Radio. Take us out, Mer. What is love? Love is an experience everyone should have.